But I ask you to do one thing and one thing only right now. And would you go and pray with me right quick. Father, we come before you. We thank you. We love you because of who you are. We ask that you speak to us. Talk to us. Let us know what's up, Lord. We give you all the praise and all the glory. We thank you for all. In Jesus' name we pray, Father. Speak to me first and also to your people. We give you all the praise. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, and the people of God said. Amen. People of God said. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, we're going to read out of Exodus chapter 3. Look at somebody. He said 3. Amen. Exodus chapter 3. If you have your Bibles with you. I'm sorry I didn't give the... the the deal so she could put it up there uh, so uh, that's don't blame her blame me thank you Jesus and therefore sometimes that's the reason why we got to bring the book look at somebody say bring the book amen it's one thing we don't forget is is there's our phones and our wallets amen we seem to forget the word amen thank you Jesus now the title of the message today if you want to give it a title is uh, just go to Exodus chapter 3. We're going to get into it here in a minute. Exodus chapter 3. The title, if you want to give it a title, is Your Blessing is in the Burning Bush. No, you, you didn't get that one. Look at somebody say, Your Blessing. Come on, tell somebody, Your Blessing is in the Burning Bush. Oh, ain't nobody ever seen a burning bush before. You ever seen fire? Uh, fire people somehow or another get amazed when they see fire. They walk to it instead of going away from it. And, and, and that's all right, okay, that's cool. But, but you know, we, we seem to get attracted by fire. And, you know, stories say a long time ago, the caveman, when he first did a fire, oh, oh, I don't know what he did. But, you know, it was one of those kind of things. I have no idea. But I'm going to tell you something now. Fire burns you. No, you didn't get that. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Fire will make, if you just touch a tip of your finger on a fire, it'll make the whole body say, ah! Huh? Hello? Help me out, somebody. The whole body feels it, not just a little bit. The whole body feels it. And so we're going to read out of Exodus. If you have Exodus chapter 1, we're going to read 1, I mean chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. And I'm reading out of the Amp Bible uh, version. So now Moses was keeping the flock of, of Jethro, and it, not the Beverly Hill Billy one. Amen. His father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. Help me out, somebody. It said the mountain of who? God. And so, and so we we're gonna go. To the mountain, look at somebody say, we're going to the mountain of God. We're not going nowhere else. Yeah. Amen, somebody? Yeah. Okay, verse number two. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire or fi blazing flames of fire from the midst of the bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was on what? Fire. Look at somebody say, Fire. Yet it was not consumed. Look at somebody say it wasn't consumed. So Moses said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight while the bush is not burning up or burned up. When the Lord saw that he had turned away from the flock to look, 
God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. This is a good one right here. Verse number five, that's far we're going. Then God said, do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet. Out of respect, because the place which you are standing is what? Is what? Understand something, that your blessing is in the midst of a burning bush. Now, somebody looked at me and said, nah. And I'm here to tell you, I've never walked up to a fire and all of a sudden somebody started talking to me. Has anybody ever done that? Have you ever walked up to, we like to barbecue, I mean, you know, have y'all eaten pastor's barbecue? That fire is sure enough, it's good enough, can't get enough. When you take that barbecue, boy, you be licking your elbows. I don't know but y'all ever tasted it or not. Here we talking about that little juice right there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's some good barbecue there. I mean, some barbecue you eat and you go, okay. So watch this. When God, there's number one point I want to make. When God has a big job to get done, he doesn't, he doesn't always pick the great person. He picks who? Look at somebody say me. He look at somebody and say me. He picks me. I'm not a, I'm not nobody big. I, I don't have no big title. I don't have anything, but God still picks me. You see, I don't I'm not the president of, of anything. I, I'm not the chairman of nothing, but God still picks me. You see, I don't live in a great mansion and I don't have the Rolls Royce, but God still picks me. Me. Understand something that I don't have millions in the bank account. No, you're not listening. And I don't walk around in designer suits or anything, but God still what? Picks me. Look at somebody say, He's picking you today. Oh, no, no, you're not listening. You got to understand something who Moses was. You got to understand who Moses was. Number one thing, he, he grew up in a poorhouse. A lot of us here grew up in a poorhouse. Amen, somebody. He grew up in a poorhouse, but watch, he, God still had a plan. And you may not, you may not have grown up in, with a silver spoon in your head, or, and if you did, God bless you. But if you haven't, God still has a plan for you, and he got a plan for you right now. All you got to do is come to the bush. Woo. I don't know but you, but watch this. Moses, he didn't speak right. If you study, they said he stuttered. He didn't speak right, but God still had a plan. No, you didn't hear me. I said God still had a plan. Sometimes we don't have word of etiquette. Sometimes we don't have anything. Somebody always told me, they, they told me, I don't got a GED, I got a get. That's GED, I got a get. And so the thing about it is this, understand something. Uh, there's a lot of people that speak elegantly, but have no meaning to them. No, you didn't get that. I'm here to tell you something. Moses did not speak right, he stuttered. And so how, how do you talk to somebody that stutters, but God still has a plan? Watch this, understand this, that he was an outcast. Have you ever felt like you've been an outcast? Have you ever felt like you've been alone? No one cares for me. No one loves me. No one even thinks about me. I don't get no phone calls. I don't get anything, but God still has a plan. Now, you didn't get me right there. You'll understand that next week sometime. God still has a plan for you to go out and reach somebody. 
The Bible tells us that Moses was taking care of the flock. He was taking care of sheep. Oh, now y'all look at the story. And, in the, and he took it to the east side of the mountain. Now watch this. This is crazy. If you study Mount Sinai, if you study it and look at it, on that side of the mountain is nothing but rocks. Very few trees and very few plants grew up on that side. But check this out. The sun will beat down on it, right? The sun will come down on it, and automatically, it would, some of the bushes that were there would, would catch on fire. Have you ever gotten a magnet? I mean, a, 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 one of those... Um, there you go, magnifying glass, and put it on the sun like this, see if the, if the, if the, if the paper's going to burn. Have you ever tried that? Yeah? And once it starts to smoke, you, you get all happy? Huh? You don't know how to... Whoa! Huh? So then, so then it doesn't really catch on fire. It really doesn't catch on fire. I forgot my... It really doesn't catch on fire, so it goes out. And so you call everybody, come on, come, 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 come. And so you put that magnifying glass again, there you go. And then it doesn't want to start. But it started for me a while ago. It started for me a while ago. Understand something. On that side of the mountain, bushes will start on fire all by itself. But watch this. Just like they started on fire, they burned out. But this time, as Moses was attending the sheep, he looked up toward the mountaintop. Like every day, he saw something burning. And he looked at it. He, take, he took a glance of it one more time. Have you ever, something that ever caught your attention? It may pass by you right quick and you go like, and then you go. What? Especially when we see Popo on the road. Uh, we see the police on the road, we pass by. It caught your attention. Huh? And so the Bible says that it caught his attention from a distance. Watch this. It caught his attention and he said, wait a minute. That bush is on fire, but it's not being consumed. But why not? And understand this. That the Bible tells us that he left, watch this, that he left his flock. Understand something. It's hard to leave the flock when you're going to go get something great. Oh, you didn't hear me. No, no, you didn't get that one. Understand this. When you become a child of God, the same old thing that held you back, you got to leave behind. No, you didn't get that. Because God has something great for you on top of that mountain. God has a bush burning for you on top of the mountain. All you got to understand is, yes, this is important, but not important enough. I got to go check it out. I got to go over here and see what's happening. See why this bush is not burning up. See what's going on. Because see, when God calls you, God calls you for a plan. He has a purpose. No matter if you speak right, look right, act right, God has a plan. No, you didn't get that one. I said, my God has a plan for you. You may not understand it. You may not understand what's going on. All you know that there's a bush burning and you're going that direction. No, no, you didn't get that. And some of us, 
who have loved ones who don't know who Jesus is, who don't know who God is personally, when we decide to do a 360 and follow Jesus, that means we're leaving family behind. And those who know God say, Amen. And those who don't know Jesus and don't know God as Lord and Savior say, What's up with Roscoe? What's up with Freddie? Man, you got to be crazy. I ain't going to be, hallelujah. Hello. I ain't become no Jesus freak. Huh? I ain't going to be going to sing and raising my hand up and doing all this kind of stuff for now. But at the club, you were, hey. Huh? You didn't care who saw you, who looked at you. You didn't care none of that. You just got down. And no matter if you knew how to dance, the music played, and you just, hey, watch out. Huh? Yet you come to church, you get all sanctified, holified, glorified, and now you can't worship God. Now you can't lift up your hand. You can't shout like the song says, shout. You can't do this. Well, I don't know if I shout, what's going to happen? When you shout, the song says, the, the Bible says when you shout unto the Lord, when you cry Jesus' name, the demons tremble at the name of the, of the name of Jesus. What's holding you down? What's, what's, what's keeping you down? It, what's holding you from being successful is that you don't give God the praise and you don't give God the glory. You don't give God anything. So that's the reason you're still you're like a statue. I've said this before. Don't let no bird land on you. Because you know what the bird leaves behind. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's move on to the subject. Watch this. Understand this. Moses grew up poor. God had a plan. He didn't, couldn't speak right. God has a plan. He was an outcast. God has a plan. He didn't have uh, what we have now, but God still has a plan. God has a plan for you in your life. All you got to do is come to the bush. Amen, somebody? Amen. All you do, all you got to do is come to the bush. Number two, watch this. You see, when when you come to the bush, God is about to change your life. When you come to the bush, brother, when you come to Jesus, he's about to change your life. He's about to take things and that you used to do, you don't do no more. Watch this now. God's about to change your life. And when God changes your life, the enemy doesn't like that. So he puts more hell on earth on you to see if you're for real or not for real. I used to tell, I tell my wife, said, uh, for real, for reals? On the for real side? I told her, baby, I love you on the for real side, mama. See? Hey. Hey, baby. Hey. I look at her and say, hey. Huh? Because she's, she's my for real. She, hey. We're together like the weather. We made us find a leather. We're showing up, ain't enough, can't get enough. Now, you're not listening to what I'm telling you. My God is, he wants you to come to the for real side of the bush, not the fake side. Don't be crying, Lord, I thank you, and pre giving him praise here. And as soon as you walk out that door, man, what's up, man? Where are we going? Well, what's going on? Like I've told you before, I work at Baylor. I worked there, and the guys look at me and say, man, you, you go to church, right? I say, yeah, I sure do, man. I love my God. Because, see, when I was in the world, I had no problem doing the things of the world. Now, y'all not listening. But now that I have Jesus in my life, some people get 
you know, a little timid. They don't want to talk about God. Isn't it funny how Monday morning, if you're a Saint fan, a Cowboy fan, a, a Redskins fan, a, a Pittsburgh fan, a Panther fan, whatever kind of fan you are in football, you got no problem letting everybody else at work know who you root for. On Monday, whether you win or whether you lost, you have no problem. But when it comes to talk about Jesus, Mm. Talk to me, somebody. You just had the experience of a, of a burning bush. You should go tell somebody about it. Oh, my God. Call somebody up, the one, the one that hates you the most. Says, oh, I love you in the name of Jesus. No, what do you mean, brother? What are you, talking? you want me to call somebody that hates you? Call them and tell them, I love you in the name of Jesus, and so does Jesus. They're going to look at you and say, bro, that boy don't go crazy. They look at you, you know, because there's people that look at you kind of weird when you start talking about God. Look, they'll talk about anything and everything. When you start talking about God, two things are happening. One, if they know Jesus, they're going to get in the conversation. If they don't know Jesus, they're going to walk out of the conversation. And especially if they're the fake Christian. How do you know he's a fake Christian, brother? Because yeah. <laughs> they worship God here and live like hell out there. Oh, help me out, somebody. No, you didn't get that. They got the firing bush right here, ready to take away the thing. Nobody, let me say this again. You see, when God, when you come to the bush, God's about to change your life. Somebody go to Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 and 8. Jeremiah 17. We're going to get there sooner or later. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. When you have it, save it. Anybody got it? Here we go. You got it? This is what it says. It says, Blessed is the man who believes and trusts in who? In and relies on the Lord and whose hopes and confidence and expectation is what? The Lord. Mm. Blessed is the man. It says, blessed. When somebody walks up to you and say, how are you, brother? Look at me. Come here, brother Freddy. Come here, brother Freddy. Come on, brother. Come on. Come stop. When somebody walks up to you and says, hey, bro, what's up today? How you doing? Now, nah, you got to say, I'm blessed. That's what we just read. Blessed. blessed is the man. You know why it says that? Because you trust in God. Because you believe in God. So from now on, when somebody walks up to you and says, How you doing, bro? Hey. I'm blessed. Hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. Everything's not going right, but I'm. Oh, no, you're not listening. I can't pay the bills, but I'm. <laughs> My check didn't turn out right, but I'm. Oh, there's not enough food in the house, but I'm. Oh, I'm blessed. And when you start believing that you're blessed, things will start happening because God said, that boy just can't stop saying that he's blessed. So I got to bless him. Yeah. No, no, you didn't get that. Amen. Understand this, that when you walk up to somebody, and come in one more time, brother Freddie, come on, come on one more time. And they shake your hand and they say, how you doing, brother? This is the answer to a lot of people ask me. Blessed. No, ask me. Ask me. Ask me. How I'm doing. Oh, how you doing? 
How you doing, brother? Oh, man, you don't know, bro. Man, I'm going to follow, man. Oh, man. Oh, man, man I, oh, I just don't know, bro. See, understand this. That if you walk up to the person. How's it going, brother? Oh, man, I'm blessed. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm highly favored. I'm a child of God. Things ain't right right now, bro, but I'm still blessed. That's what the book said. I'm a blessed man. Understand something. That God is God. Thank you, bro. That God is God. And when you start walking and claiming that you're blessed, I don't care if you're 12 years old or if you're 13 or 105, and you start walking that I'm blessed. Maybe if you're hurting here, maybe you're hurting there, maybe you got migraines headache, maybe you got a backache, maybe you got something, but if you start saying, I'm blessed. Watch God say, man, he's blessed because he's at the bush. Yes. <laughs> he's at the burning bush. Amen. Watch. Let's read verse 8. Let's read verse 8. For he will what? For he will be nourished like a tree planted by the water that spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear the heat when it comes, but it will leave, but its leaves will be green and moist and it will be and it will not be anxious and concerned in the year of what drought nor stop bearing what that means that means you're young and you're bearing fruit that means you're old like me and you're still bearing fruit. Why? Because I'm planted by the river. I'm planted by the water that's coming through. I'm planted on the bush that's still burning. You may not like the way I burn, but that's all right. You just got to deal with it because God's inside me. And sometimes when people have God in them and you're not holified, you start hearing that brother, all he talks about is church. All that brother talks about is Jesus. You're right. Oh, I'll talk about other subjects. Don't get me wrong. Watch this. Here's the thing. When you come to the bush, you got to do one thing. The Bible tells us that God told him, you got to take off your sandals. Go back to Exodus chapter 3. We're about to get through here in a second. Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. Oh my God. You're awesome. And you're worthy of all praise. Glory and honor. We give you all the praise. Glory. It says in the last verse. On, on verse 5. It says for the, for the place that you're standing. Is what? But it tells him this. Then God said do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet. You know what your sandals are? All that mess you got in your life. Take it off. Take off depression. Take off oppression. Take off fear. I'm lost. No one wants to talk to me. No one cares about Take it off. Why? Because you're a blessed person. Now you didn't hear me. I said, you're a blessed person. Take off trying to play the church and be the church. Oh, listen to me. Take off of playing the church. Quit warming up the seat. Hold on. Keep war quit warming up the seat. Somebody needs to sit down and you playing with it. You're there just messing with it. I'm here to tell you that God is looking for somebody. The Bible says in John chapter 3, 
uh, of uh, verse 23 and 24, it says, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. So watch this. Take off your sandals. Why the sandals? Because the sandals is what carry everything that's with you. We get home. And the first thing we do is what? Take off our... We take off what? Uh, how many of y'all sleep with your shoes on? How many have y'all done it before? When you get old, you'll do it. Don't worry about it. Uh, you, you're coming to it. I'm telling you that right now, Ron. Look at somebody say, it's coming. Uh, it's coming. Uh, it's coming. You're going, you, one day you're going to just fall asleep and you're going to have your shoes on. You're going to wake up and go, man. Uh, you know what the shoes carry? The shoes is carrying who you are. Uh, you didn't get that. So the Bible tells us that God tells Moses, take them off, bro. Take off the shoes. The Bible tells him, take off your shoes. Why did he tell him to take off your shoes? Because he needed to get separated from the things that's holding him back. Now, you didn't get that. He needed it. Why did he tell him to take off his shoes? Because we carry things in our shoes. We walk around with the problems in our shoes. We carry the disappointments with our shoes. We carry the uplifting with our shoes. Everything we do is in our shoes. No matter if you got one pair of shoes or a hundred pair of shoes, ladies, amen. No matter how many shoes you got, hello, help me out, somebody. You got to take them off if you're going to come to the bush. You just can't come like you want to come. Woo! Coming in here and you... Some of you that don't take off your shoes right now. Oh, hello. We'll smell a lot of vinegar. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Number three, we're going to stop with this one. The burning without consumption at the bush describes the relationship between God and man. Between God and man. Watch this. I'm about to get through. The burning between what? Uh, between the bush. Mm-hmm. The consumption, why it didn't burn, describes, describes, describes the relationship between God and man. The other day, me and Brother Freddie were standing. And there was a house that had beautiful green grass. You remember that, bro? Beautiful green grass. And then the house beside it, that grass looked like, wait a minute. Yep, you're in Texas. And I told Brother Fred, I said, that'll preach. That will preach. Because if that, that, that grass that was real green, 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 was getting water every day. And, and while it was green, it fed every animal that walked through that grass. Like you didn't hear me. You're not listening. If that water is, if that grass is green, the squirrels like to play in it. Huh? The birds like to fly down. No, you didn't hear me. The cats and dogs will play around in it. Matter of fact, the kids will run around in it. But you find a grass that's just brown. Hello, help me out, somebody. Not even the squirrels will stop. Hello, you didn't hear me. The cats are looking and say, meow, later. And take off. I understand something. 
That's how your life should be with Jesus. Instead, he got to be watered. No, you didn't hear me. Instead, he got to be burning for God. So when a friend comes to you, when a friend is looking for an answer, you can tell him, I'm watered up, brother, and I'm about to give you something. I'm about to give you life. I'm about to lift up that that was dead. I'm about to tell you that I was one bound, but now I'm set free. I'm here to tell you that there's a God that lives. It'll preach. But if you're going to mess around and tell me that you got the burning bush in you, someone ask you, how you doing, bro? What? 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 Hello, Sorry. How you doing? Someone said what? Someone said what? I'm what? I'm what? So tell them I'm blessed. And I'm highly favored. Oh, tell them I'm blessed. And I'm highly favored. By Jesus. No one else. But Jesus. Come on over here one more time, my brother. I want you to go to Proverbs chapter 3. I'm about to finish with this. I'm about to finish with this. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 16. <clears throat> watch this now. Watch, watch, watch. Let me read it first. Long life is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches. And what? There's a, a Spanish saying. Or there's a saying in Spanish that if you go shake somebody's hand and if you give them the left hand, it's a sign of disrespect. But the Bible just got to telling me that it's what? It's what? Oh, that's the reason why you're busted and disgusted and can't be trusted. You don't shake nobody with the left hand. You want all the riches to your to yourself. Understand this. Check this out. Check this out. Look, look very carefully when you go to Walmart, H-E-B, anywhere you go buy something. And they scan it. They scan it with what? Their right. Hello? Come help. Think about it. When they scan something, it goes with their. Huh? Yeah. But when they give you the money, they give it to you with the. No, you didn't get that. Oh, no, you, you didn't get that. No, you didn't catch that. You just, you're always thinking, oh, bro, you know, you just go there and if they, they if they charge you wrong, you sure enough look at that. Hello, huh? Come on, help me out. Huh? But the Bible just got to telling me, what's this? The first part it says, in her right hand, or what's it? In her right hand. Long life is in her right hand. Why do we always meet somebody? We're going to just, and we say the words what? God, what? God bless you. Blessings mean long life. Blessings means may it go good with you. Blessings means no matter how it is outside, may the sun still shine on you. God bless you. And sometimes we say that not even meaning it. God bless you. Hello. But I don't know about you, but I need a little chunk chain in my pocket. No, you didn't hear me. I need a little cheddar. I, I need a little something, something, something in, in my pocket. And so we, every now and then, you need to go up to somebody and go, 
Dad, and when they tell you, hey, bro, why are you shaking me with the left hand? Because I need some money. <laughs> no, you didn't hear me. No, no, you didn't. What the book is telling me. And you can argue with what you want. You can say what, but the book says that what? Honor and what? Honor and what? Riches. No, y'all still busted and disgusted <laughs> and can't be trusted. You want a whole honor and what? Riches. Oh, riches are where? In the left hand. Thank you, bro. You want to come to the bush now? You want to come to the bush? Understand something that God has a plan for you to go out. Oh, brother, I still don't believe. You, you don't have to believe. It's in the book. You can read that and be satisfied and say, All right, I'm still not going to shake you with the left hand, but don't. Somebody will. And when they shake me with the left hand, I'm going to say, Oh, thank you, Jesus. I needed it. Woo! Watch everybody today start shaking. Give me the left hand. 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 But when you go meet people, the first thing that comes out really is the right hand. And you greet them with the right hand. No matter if you're left-handed, it just seems the right hand always comes out. And you greet somebody, and you, you hold on to them, and you love them. But riches and honor are in the left hand. And God has something for you. God has a plan. you got to come to the bush. Are you ready? Are you ready? Would you please stand with me this morning?